I'm Maddie. And I'm Sophie. And, and welcome, welcome to our podcast. podcast. I got it right. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. I mean, this is a momentous occasion. It's only taking you to chapter, uh, episode six, I believe we're up to. And um, I've nailed the And you've intro. nailed it. So halfway through and you've nailed it. So that's very good. Um, hope you all enjoyed last week's episode, last week's special edition episode. I know Sophie's still recovering. Oh, my throat is still recovering from last week's episode. Um, <laughs> She's been bedridden. <laughs> hasn't been able to train, hasn't been able to do anything. But no, we actually we're going to put it to you guys as well. I think this week, just for the purpose of Sophie's vocal cords, we're going to go back to... Um, myself reading and then Sophie commentating. But if you guys have any suggestions as to how you'd like the structure to go, you know, I'd be the narrator, Sophie does some voices, we might play around with that as well. So just want you guys to know that your input is always taken on board. So just send us an Instagram message or, you know, anything like that. We're up to chapter 11, by the way. I see you've got... Oh, yes. Because we did 9 and 10. God, how can I... We we wouldn't have wanted to read that episode again, (laughs) that chapter again, sorry. That was a long one. What page is it on? Uh, 86... All right. So page 86 for those following along at home. Pick out your book. And I'm just going to say again, um, I've done my ACL, so if you want to give me a sympathy grace on the court purchase, now's as good a time as ever. So love you all. Should we get straight into it, I reckon? I reckon straight into it. Let's get it going. Um, and I'm back on the commentary train. I'm very so excited wait. for this. And I'm excited to finally. I was itching to read last week, yeah, but now I'm stuff back where I belong. <clears throat> so if you had a good lesson as well in her <laughs> grammar and punctuation and pronunciation. <laughs> All right, chapter 11. The next few weeks flew by with the Lions trainings improving every week as they got closer to their first game of the season. Grace hoped she wasn't imagining it, but everyone seemed more comfortable around one another now and this was reflected in the way they were training. High school life was turning out to be pretty good. She'd even managed to find shortcuts to some of her classes and hadn't been late once. While the workload was a lot more intense than primary school, she was coping with everything and still had time to focus on netball and do extra trainings after school. Finally, the Saturday of the Linwood Lions' first game of the season rolled around. They were up against the Broadview Stars, who were sure to be a tough opposition. Ooh, first game, Hank's excited. excited. Grace, Mia and Stella piled out of the Parker's minivan and ran towards their school netball courts, relieved to be playing their first game at the familiar ground, home ground. They were wearing their team uniforms, bright red and white bodysuits, which carried Ooh, a picture of a lion. Pretty bodysuits. Hey, the school mascot down the left side. Mia kept going on about how much more flattering the bodysuits were than their primary school's pleated skirt and polo. I loved pleated skirts. Me too, and you got to clip it, and then you always and knew I, when you were getting a little bit like bigger you if you couldn't like, do it up. And then you like... Did you have the one where you kind of like there was like a zip and then you had to like flick it over and then yeah yeah and I remember the day day I grew out of it. Skorts? Did you wear skorts? I didn't wear skorts to school. No, I had this. Always did shorts, I think, for PE or skirts for other times. We like we just had like a polo, so you could literally like just wear black bottoms, so so you could wear whatever you wanted on the bike. You could just like really show your fashion style. Yeah. Oh, she had always complained that the skirts were too long and the polo made it look like she had tuck shop lady arms. Before they headed off, she ins- had insisted Mrs Parker take a photo of the three of them in their new kit so she could post it on Instagram. Mia had forced Grace to get a profile during the holidays, but Grace hadn't touched her since. The only thing she'd posted was a selfie Mia had taken of the two of them. She didn't really care about social media and wasn't really into taking photos of every single thing she saw. Still, she smiled a big smile to get a good photo and keep Mia happy. The Broadview Stars had finished fourth the previous season and had a reputation for being a solid team. The game would be a good test to see how strong the Lions' potential was this season. Every game would be tough, especially since there were opponents the Lions didn't know much about. I'm really excited that we're about to get into the netball side of it. Same. I'm, I'm, I 
forgotten like kind of this half of the yeah book, so I'm I even have as well intrigued god see if you get any insight into the game of netball this was hard for Grace as she always liked to know her opponent's strengths and weaknesses before she played them there, were, there was added pressure on the Lions to uphold their reputation as a specialist netball school, ignoring that yawn that you just did. <laughs> All eyes would be on them if they could live up to the hype and perform, in the, perform on the court. I wonder who will start and if Mrs Peters would make any changes, Stella, Stella wondered aloud. I think everyone will get a go today. Just test combinations and see who everyone plays together, Grace replied, hoping it will be the case. Grace, you're not the coach, so, <laughs> so get back into your hole. Your box. They found Mrs. Peters already at the courts, along with Emily and Nadia, who were playing a shooting game of horse, where if you missed a goal, you gained a letter, and the first to get all five letters lost. Do you ever play horse? Yeah, me and Helen sometimes play it. Who wins? Mostly Helen. <laughs> Grace, Mir, and Stella joined in until gradually the rest of the team arrived. Then Amber and Grace led the skills work and ball drills that loosened their muscles and prepared their bodies and minds for the contest to come. At precisely nine o'clock, Mrs. Peters called the group together. Well, I don't know about all of you, but I couldn't sleep last night, she said. I'm just so excited to see you all put your hard work into action today. I want you all to go out there and give it your best. We've had six weeks of trainings, but not much match play, so don't be too hard on yourselves. Stick to the basics and don't worry about the fancy stuff. This will come as the weeks progress. I want you to have each other's backs out there. Chase down the loose balls and talk to each other the whole time. But most importantly, enjoy yourselves. So relatable. This was my favourite part to write in the book was like Mrs. Peter's pep talks. You'll notice that they're very cliched and also repeat themselves almost every game. But okay. still enjoyed it. Um, like it's very funny how Saturday netball. Not like, so different to professional netball. Yeah, not so different. Very true. Grace smiled around at her teammates who were all smiling back. Mrs. Peters' positivity was contagious. Now, Mrs. Peters' tone changed. Here it comes, Grace thought. We're going to try a few different things today in regard to combinations. We'll start with Sophie at goal shooter. Woo, big call up. Hey. Stella at goal attack, Jordan wing attack, Emily at centre, Nadia wing defence, Grace at goal defence and Amber at goalkeeper. Mia and Ashley, be ready to go on. I want you to pay attention to the game and focus on the players you could be standing later. Let's go, girls. Hands in. The nine girls and their coach formed a close circle. Grace thrust her right arm into the centre first. And as the others added their hands to hers, started the team chant. She thrust her hand. <laughs> Not exactly how I would have pictured it, but anyway. Oh, well. One, two, three, she shouted, and everyone joined in with, Lions! <laughs> the team made their way to the court to take their positions. The seven on-court players aligning themselves with their Broadview opponents. Where'd you get the name Broadview? I actually don't know. Um, most of the other teams have a bit of alliteration going on, but Broadview, I think I just maybe read it somewhere. or It wasn't even a suburb near me, I don't think, so I'm not sure how that one came about. Or maybe it was a street. Oh, I'm not sure. The Lions won the gold, the coin toss for their first centre... I was about to say the gold coin. No, but they won the gold, the coin toss for the first centre pass, and Emily stood in the centre circle while the umpires confirmed Who all players. Who tossed the coin? Coin. Coin. Ooh, I reckon... Grace, because she's... No, I think Grace and Amber would have gone up there together and then one of them would have called it or tossed it. Probably Amber. Grace is a really passive person. <laughs> but Grace held her breath. The whistle blew, the match started, and the Lions season begun. Yeehaw. Emily passed the ball to Jordan, who connected with Sophie as she led strongly from the goal this circle. This is like my favourite bit, how you, like, <laughs> write the game. It's, can, you, can you just, like, picture this exact thing happening? Yeah. Stella predicted Sophie's move and took her opponent wide and then accelerated back along the baseline to receive Sophie's pass under the ring. It was a great play to start the game and Stella completed it by guiding the ball through the ring for a goal. Nerves of steel, Stella, first goal of the game. 
At the Stars Centre pass, the Broadview goal attack dodged to Grace's right. Grace anticipated this and covered her opponent, but then the goal attack turned back in the other direction and called for the ball. Grace lunged forward, but only managed to get the tips of her fingers to the ball, sending it out of court. The crowd cheered at the deflection, but Grace was annoyed at herself for not getting two hands to the ball. So right, if you can get one hand to it, Grace, you can get two. Amen. Her frustration intensified when Broadview capitalised on the pass and scored. She heard cheers from the Broadview supporters among the parents of families gathered to watch their first game of the season. Grace felt her determination increase as she fed from the energy of the crowd. Massive crowd sense. Oh my god, I know. God, this Broadview's uh, and Linwood game, it's been talked about for a while. The hype is there. The quarter progressed well, with Stella shooting superbly and Grace and Amber successfully intercepting the ball several times in the Broadview goal circle. In the few seconds she'd had to think, Grace recognised that they had the potential to become a powerful defensive combination. At quarter time, the Lions were leading 12 goals to 7. Mrs Peters told the girls that the lead provided an opportunity to test other combinations. So pretty much she's saying we're in front. We can put the girls that aren't as good on. Well, I think that more just meant that because obviously, you know, it takes a little while to warm into a combination. So she's saying with a five-goal lead, we probably have, you know, the potential to try these new combinations. Not necessarily meaning that Mia and Emily are... Oh, sorry, who was off? Yeah, I think it's Mia and Emily. Uh, No, somebody else. But anyway, Mia and Ashley. Regardless. Shut up. (laughs) <laughs> Mia took the centre bib from Emily Stella moved to goal shooter and Ashley took her spot at goal attack I'm not Ooh, sure I like the way how you spell Ashley would you do I-G-H L-E-R-G-H that's how my cousins spell. yeah that's how most people I know spell as well but maybe I was just going for E's I'm not sure I'm lazy. <laughs> the Stars had the first set of pass the second quarter. The Lions stood... Actually, I feel offended for anyone that spelled yeah, actually like that. Let's, I'm sorry. That's just, <laughs> that's just my personal preference. Exactly. It's just what you know. The Lions stood glued to their opponents and with both, Gra- both Grace and Nadia covering their players, the Broadview Centre was forced to look it's back at their defenders for a well. lead. I have a cousin named Nadia. Oh my God, is this a book about your cousins? I, I, have, I have a cousin called Gracie. Grace could see the wing defence racing <laughs> along the side of the court. <laughs> what, like little kids? <laughs> my mum was when you ask kids at a clinic like if they have any questions. Um, my mum used to play netball with someone's sister who now you knows someone from the Switch. No, this <laughs> is nothing. Um, I played netball. At the, I feel bad now. <laughs> this is little kids; they won't even listen. Some little kid comes up to me. I remember this the clinic. I played netball and I shot three goals. I thought, oh, good job. Yeah, three. <laughs> That was the most in the whole game. I was like, okay. Love how, like, arrogant little kids are. Those well. like, I yeah, shot 12 so, goals and yeah. she shot none. Yeah, they're so confident. I love it. Love it. <clears throat> Grace is just hitting them down. I, I know. Like, I feel really bad. This is a kid's podcast too, is it? That's nah, more it's, it's, it's not a bad thing to We just say it's just a, it's a, life, we're it's a just, lifestyle yeah, bloggers. It's funny. Just, I mean, we're both confident. Exactly. If you've got it, flaunt it. Grace could see the wing defence racing along the side of the court, taking a risk to leave her player. What if you don't have it? Then work on it and then flaunt it. Fake it till you make it. That's the one, sorry. Well done. Grace took three powerful steps forward and reached for her four and grasped the ball just before the wing defence went to catch it. The crowd erupted and cheered as Grace passed the ball off to Nadia, who drove the ball down the court. A slight smile crept onto Grace's face as she appreciated the way she had been able to anticipate the centre's move. All of the netball she'd been watching and analysing was starting to pay off. 
Her play had set up the lines for the rest of the quarter, as well as the third, with Grace noticing the energy within the team lifting, with all players motivated to give it their all. By the end of the third quarter, the Lions had managed to stretch their advantage even further and led 38-19. to 19. Oh my God, fucking them. Big game. Grace and Stella came off at three-quarter time, giving Amber the opportunity to play goal defence and Nadia goalkeeper. The friends high-fived they sat down on the bench. I didn't even have benches, I reckon. I think you would have no, had to sit on the we, ground, yeah, probably. Had to stand. Maybe that's the equivalent of sitting up. on the bench. They felt pretty pumped about their contributions to what seemed certain to be a first-game triumph. They watched and cheered from the sidelines, shouting words of encouragement to their teammates for the last 15 minutes. When the final whistle blew, the Lions had won by 20 goals, 49-29. to 29. The group huddled around Mrs Peters, who couldn't wipe the smile off her face. Well done, girls. I'm so proud of each and every one of you, she said, looking directly at each of the nine players in turn. You all did just as I asked. Played for each other and left everything you had on the court. You should leave today with big smiles on your faces, knowing you gave it your all. But we mustn't be complacent or get cocky. This is game one. We still have a lot of work. We still have a lot to work on and a long season ahead. So enjoy this win, but come to training Wednesday night ready to work. Hands in, gals. <laughs> the girls gathered together, smiles in their faces and their cheeks red with exhaustion. This time, Amber led the group, uh, sharing it around, Good job. with one, two, three, and the Lions. rest joined in. Lions. Lions. That's the end of chapter They should go out Lions. <laughs> Lions, hear me roar. Order. We're teen girls. <laughs> We're here to play. We're teen girls. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Sophie loves it too. Same. <laughs> chapter 12. Grace was pulling back her quilt and about to climb into bed the following night when she heard a ding from her computer. She went over to her desk and saw that she had received an email from Rory Sloan, the star midfielder for Angus's favourite football team, the Adelaide Crows. She felt a thrill of anticipation as she opened the email. Quick shout out to Rory Sloan and the Adelaide Crows. Go the mighty crows. Dear Grace, thank you for it. I'm going to put Rory's voice on. Dear Grace, thank you for your email. It's nice to know you care so much about your brother. He sounds like a great kid and I'm really sorry he didn't make the A-grade school team. I'd love to have a chat to him sometime. I'm pretty busy with training and games starting next week, but if there's a number I could call him on, I'd be happy to have a chat. Cheers, Rory. That's nice. I didn't even get Rory's permission to put this in the book, actually, but then a family friend of mine lives near him and so he gave him a copy of the book and I think he liked it. So shout out to you, Rors. Hope you're not going to sue me. (laughs) Grace almost screamed she was so happy. She tiptoed over to her door, closed it quietly, then jumped up and down, pumping her arms in the air with excitement. Mm. Oh, I've just noticed an error. Pumping her arms in the air, excitement. It's meant to be with excitement. Yeah. Really... Or up and down, like you said, in excitement. Wait. Yeah. Up and down, pumping her arms in the air, excitement. They should be with, with... excitement. That actually really hurts me. I'm actually... Podcast is over. I'm done. Let's stop it. So you never... <laughs> delete all the episodes off of Apple. The book's off the shelves. It's done. <laughs> the book is dead. She didn't want her brother to know anything about this. Not yet. She, hadn't, she had sent Rory an email a few weeks ago and had almost forgotten about it, thinking he must have been too busy to reply. She propped herself on her desk chair and replied to the email, thanking Rory for his time and the thoughtfulness, and sorry, his first time and thoughtfulness and adding for Angus's phone number. She just hoped she was there to see the look on Angus's face when he answered the phone and heard Rory Sloan's voice on the other end of the line. Chapter break! A few days passed and Grace started worrying what, that Rory would never call Angus. Watching her brother mope around the house and hang his head low at school made Grace feel sick to her stomach. On the unseasonally warm Wednesday night, Grace staggered up the driveway to what their house. What season was it? Well, netball season would have just winter. started, so it must have been like the start of winter or, or summer, autumn, winter, autumn maybe. 
Neville Training had moved to midweek after school now that the season had begun. Tonight's session had been particularly intense and her sports bag and school books felt unusually heavy. Her cheeks burned from running around in the afternoon heat and she was looking forward to falling into the pool, perhaps even before she stripped off her sports gear and put it in her bathing suit. But before she could turn the handle to the front door, it swung open and Angus, Angus barged through. As Grace dumped her bags in surprise, he lifted his sister off the ground. Thank you, thank you, thank you, you're the best, Angus screamed, half swinging Grace around his arms. What? Why? Grace didn't want to mention the email until she knew for sure that was the reason for Angus's dramatic change in mood. Come on, Grace. What else would it be? Well, you never know. Rory Sloan? Are you kidding? Angus shouted. Did he call? What did he say? Grace grinned with excitement and relief. He just told me to keep positive and good things will come, said Angus. He said lots of guys at the Crows didn't make their school A grade teams or state teams. Look where they are now. He told me just to keep working and keep fit and really commit, stay committed to playing the best level I can. He was so nice. I feel so much better now. Aww. I didn't make our Year 7 knockout team or the under-15 state team, so I'm, I feel your pain, Angus. Grace beamed with pride. And Angus finally took a breath. He began strutting with mock arrogance. Rory Sloan has given me tickets the first home game against Carlton and I can go into the change rooms and meet the players after the game. Oh, my God. Wow, Grace replied. That's amazing. You should thank Dad. I think he pulled a few strings to get me Sloan's email. Yeah, I will. And Grace? Yeah? Thanks again. Angus wrapped his sister in a big bear hug before sprinting into the kitchen to tell the rest of the family his news. Oh, that's nice. I feel a bit like my heart's just been a little bit warmed. Yeah. Chapter break. An hour later, Grace was sitting in her room mulling over her English homework when her mother knocked on the door. You're a great sister, you know that, Gracie, Cathy said to her daughter with a proud grin in Don't her face. Don't worry, she knows. <laughs> he would have done the same thing for me, Mum. Cathy placed her hands on her daughter's shoulders and kissed her cheek. Grace felt as if the weight of the world had been lifted. She knew the whole family had been affected by Angus's unhappiness. Perhaps now the mood in the home would lift. I was enjoying the peace and quiet when Angus is in a horrible mood, though, Cathy joked. Yeah, I think I might regret this, Grace said. We're not going to hear the end of it. Grace turned back to her homework until she heard her father call them for dinner. Hurry up! I didn't go to all this effort to eat a cold meal, he yelled. Kathy propped her head into Grace's room again. Your father cooks dinner one night a week and he thinks he's Superman, she said. If I had a dollar for every time they had to reheat a meal because he was late from practice or because he and Angus couldn't pull themselves away from the footy on TV, I'd be a very rich woman. So true, so true. That's like I cooked it all the time when Ryan cooks. It's like I have to be like so so appreciative, shower him with compliments. They both laughed. (laughs) Grace recalled one evening when Angus and her father had waited almost two hours to eat their dinner, unwilling to leave the television as the Crows battled to defeat Collingwood by one point. They were still laughing at the memory when they reached the kitchen and Grace saw he was sitting next (gasps) to Tyler at the dinner table. Did you start solo park? No. Pause. I'm so stressed. I thought you were going to be like, oh my god, this is drama. For those listening along at home, Cello Park. So, shout out to Macquarie University. Um, we are recording live from the studio, Studio One at MacUni. But in order to pee here, we have to park. And to park, you have to pay. And I haven't started my payment. So, hopefully, I don't get a fine. Oh, my God. Don't tell me it's... Oh, my God. Don't tell me. I haven't got my login details. Well, I can... No, you can't because you don't have my... Um... I can add your... Oh, wait. No, here I can. It's the green zone, isn't it? Yeah. Go on. Back to more pressing matters. <laughs> Sebastian. Oh, wait. Sorry. No, we don't know who's at dinner yet. Whoops. Um, who was sitting next to Tyler Lindo? We've missed having you around for family dinners, Seb. It's so good to have you here, Cathy said as she made her way to the dining table. 
Not as much as I've missed your cooking, Sebastian replied, smiling at Grace as she sat down. Again, the butterflies have come back. Too bad you got stuck with Dad's cooking then, Tyler joked. Hey, don't knock it till you try it, kiddo. This is one of my best roasts yet. It's not every night you guys get to experience my expert culinary skills, David boasted. I told you about how David was actually turned to Parker. Peter, sorry, Peter Parker. (laughs) It looks amazing. Thanks again for having me, Sebastian said with a grin. Grace was a little confused by Sebastian's presence at the dinner table. While it used to be a common occurrence, he hadn't been around for months. Grace noticed the way Sebastian's chocolate brown hair sat perfectly tussled. Even girls that used endless amount of product couldn't tame their hair like his did naturally. (laughs) Despite this, she still hadn't quite bought into the supermodel good looks that everyone described. She still noticed the scar above his eye from hitting his head on the pool floor as he attempted a dolphin dive back when he was 10. He was still a little boy who would always just beat her in a game of Mario Kart. Wasn't he? Grace snapped back to reality when she noticed everyone's eyes were on her. Sorry, what? She asked. Sebastian just asked how netball was going, Kathy prompted. Oh, yeah, it's good. Thanks. We won our first game and so we'll see how the rest of the season goes, Grace said, trying to act as if she was unaffected by the way Sebastian was looking at her. The conversation turned away from her and she exhaled exhaled a sigh of relief and annoyance at herself for being disturbed by him in this way. After everyone had finished eating, Grace mumbled an excuse about homework and left the table. But there was little point trying to concentrate on the misadventures of Scout Finch and To Kill a Mockingbird tonight. Did you do To Kill a Mockingbird at school? Yeah, I didn't read it though. Oh, I loved it. And this actually reminds me of that because I think I was, you know, did you ever read the book aloud at school when you got like given characters? Not okay. Oh, it's like sometimes we do it for books, but I not for Yeah, that. I think I must have had like a big role, so I would always be excited. Of course, to go she had a big role. <laughs> I loved to kill a mockingbird. She spent the rest of the night in her room trying to distract herself by watching Friday at 5 videos on YouTube. Grace was about to turn in for the night when her phone buzzed. (laughs) A glance at the screen showed it was a Facebook message and she nearly dropped her phone when she saw the name at the top of the screen. (gasps) Sebastian, you seemed a little quiet tonight. Everything okay? Why would it matter to him if she was quiet? And why would she, he care if she was okay? Grace was so confused by Sebastian's sudden interest in her that she considered calling Mia for advice. That thought only lasted for a second as she realised Mia had just as little experience in the boy department as she did. Grace just needed to be herself. Mia would have read her magazine articles about how to flirt and talk to boys, which Grace knew was all rubbish. She would just see what happened to make it up as she went along. Ding! Grace, I'm fine, just tired from training and living with Angus is exhausting. Ha ha. Ding! Sebastian, I heard what you did for him. Very cool of you. Bing! Grace, I am pretty cool, I guess. Ding! Sebastian, the coolest. Ding! Grace, lol. Ding! Sebastian, excited about the video? Ding! Grace, so excited. Are you? Ding! Sebastian, unbelievably, I can't wait to sing a Friday at Five song. Ding! Grace, you should feel privileged. Ding! Sebastian, you do realise this is social suicide for me. Ding! Grace, sorry, Miss Popular, Mr. Popular. Ding! Sebastian, I think Tyler still hates me for dragging him into this. As soon as Sebastian mentioned her brother's name, a flood of weirdness spread through her veins. What was she doing talking to her brother's best friend on Facebook? She should end the conversation and let everything return to normal. Ding! Grace, and here I was thinking you both just had a secret Friday at Five obsession. Ding! Sebastian, that too. Ding! Grace, I better get some sleep. See you at school. Ding! Sebastian, I look forward to it. Ooh. <gasps>
Placing her phone on a bedside table, Grace tried to breathe evenly and calm herself after what seemed like a bizarre few hours. It had all happened so fast. Rory Sloan calling Angus, Sebastian's unexpected presence at the dinner table, and now Sebastian messaging her. What did this all mean? I don't was know, Sebastian Grace. just messaging her because they were friends? Or was it something else? Right now, all she wanted to do was go to school, play netball, and hang out with her friends. The rest of this was far too much for a 13-year-old girl to handle. Sorry, Grace. I mean, poor you. You have the hottest guy in school chasing after you. Yeah, no, oh. anyone else would like it. But I know. <laughs> book drop. I know, that was a book drop. I'm frustrated at Grace. Yeah. That brings us to the end of Chapter 13. <laughs> I just think, just let it happen, Grace. You know, if... This is where overthinking gets in the way of her happiness. So it's Tyler's friend. So if Tyler... Well, first of all, you got to think, is it worth it? Do mm. you really like Sebastian that much? Mm. I mean, speaking from experience. Mm. <laughs> do you, guys you don't like know? Sebastian? Sophie is currently going out with her brother's best friend. Hey, it's all good now, though. <laughs> Do, does she really like Sebastian that much? Or is it just going to be like a little fling mm, and then it's going to be awkward? You don't want it to be awkward after if you... Do you know, know what? Only time will tell. <sighs> that maybe we'll find out more about their relationship. Oh, I'm actually getting really excited now because this is where the real drama comes yeah. to happen. We find out, you know, what's happening with Amber, what's happening with the team, what's obviously happening with what's Sebastian. What's happening with Amber? No, as in like... Spoiler! Just, no, I more just mean like that, you know, she's Something come big to this coming. <laughs> Something big is coming. Spoiler alert. Don't read ahead, guys. All right, three words for this, well, this episode, these last two chapters. Um, I'm going to say Sebastian moves in. Why? Moves in, like, as he moves Wait, in on Grace? Yeah, like, slides in. Yeah, that's I'll a good one. I'll say slides in. I'd say that's a good one. Then I'm going to add, like, Grace, great sister. Just, like, her <laughs> thoughtfulness for Angus, I think, was really sweet. Yeah. And so she's a good girl. Um, so sweet. Yeah, I'm really excited. So, God, that was episode six, wasn't it? So that's probably half the time think, of... Yeah, probably half the time of episode up, five. Up so five, maybe, maybe take that into consideration when you guys tell us what, you know, <laughs> who you want reading. But, no, thank you for listening. Thank you if you've gotten this far to episode six. Um, we really value your support. Um, and, yeah, always feel free to contact yeah, us. Yeah, and feedback is welcome. Like, we'd love to know if the too long, too short, too, too much, much Sophie, too much too talking, much too much reading. What What do you want to hear from us? What do you, you know? want out of this experience? So We're doing this for you guys. If, if you're still here, episode six, if you're still here following us, might only be a few of you, feel free to contact us and give us some feedback. We'd love it. We love it. And we love you. So that's the end of episode six of I, I wrote, wrote a book. book. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>